All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias, Clark Van Deventer here from majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Um, uh, working with a client this week on increasing their ability to get visits and the close ratio on getting visits. So I always say the first ask we ask of our donors isn't the ask for a gift, it's the ask for a meeting. And I try to help my clients increase their close ratio on this first ask, the ask for the meeting. It's the hardest ask, like getting the meeting is the hard part. And so just wanted to share a couple of thoughts uh, real quick today on getting meetings. By the way, if you have any questions, please post those in the comments. Anything else you'd like me to address after I take just a couple of minutes talking about getting meetings, uh, feel free to post those in the comments as well. So anything you want me to talk about, um, just post a comment and uh, let me know what it is you'd like me to address. And if you see this video after I'm no longer live, go ahead and post that request and I'll see it and try to take it on in a future Facebook Live video. All right, so a couple of thoughts on getting meetings. Number one, I sure as heck hope that you're not passing on your meeting calls to an assistant or someone else in your office. Like you should be making those calls yourself. This is the hardest part of this job is getting those meetings. And so don't pass it on to someone else. I want you to do those calls yourself. Besides, I want you to begin establishing a good rapport, a good relationship with your donors. And what better way to make sure you get off to a good start when you're actually having the meeting than by actually being the person who makes the call, beginning that relationship with the visit call. So don't pass these calls on to someone else in your office. I want you to, to make these calls yourself. All right, so I'm always looking for different uh, ways we can increase our close ratio. And I've got this 12-step plan, this 12-step process that I, I coach my mentees through on how to in increase their close ratio. And if uh, you go through the master class, you go through those 12 steps with me. Um, but I want to talk real quickly this morning about how we can, uh, what are some arrows we can put in our quiver in terms of increasing our close ratio? Just a couple of special things you can do. So you're going to San Diego and you've got a hundred donors that you you could potentially meet with. You've got five who, that's the reason you're going, these five, that's why you're going to San Diego. And you know that you're going to get three or four of those meetings. These are people who've met with you in the past. If they're in town, they're going to meet with you. So you're going to have a good trip to San Diego. So now you've got 95 other donors. You're trying to figure out who to meet with. Of course, you, you take a meeting with any of them because you never know what's going to happen. And, and these people have supported you in the past. You should meet with them just to say thanks for their past support of your organization. But you're looking at this list of 95 and you're thinking, who do I really want to meet with? Of these 95 people, who would I really want to meet with? And you pick out two or three or four or five names that you would really like to meet with while you're in San Diego, and you're trying to figure out how you're going to get a meeting with these five people. So again, my 12-step process, we go through some of these things on sending a letter and, and introducing yourself before you make the call. It makes the call go a little bit smoother. 
if you've stated why you're calling and why you're coming to visit in, in a letter. Um, something you could do to, to help you through that process, even add a PS. If you don't have someone's phone number, add a PS and say, I don't have your phone number. Would you call me? I once had a very well-known um, philanthropist call me after I had put that as a PS, a handwritten PS on a visit letter. Um, he was a well-known philanthropist, given seven-figure gifts to other organizations. I wanted to visit with him. I didn't have his phone number. I put as a PS on my visit request letter, I don't have your phone number. Would you give me a call? And he gave me a call. <laughs> this very well-known philanthropist got a meeting, got a gift. So uh, at a PS, asking for those phone numbers. By the way, another thing I'll do is send a FedEx. No one has ever not opened a FedEx envelope, <laughs> you know? So if I send a visit request letter, there's a good chance if it's mailed via USPS that I'm just never going to open it. If I'm a donor, I've got this huge stack of mail from all these nonprofits coming every day. I may or may not open a letter that comes via USPS. But if you FedEx me a letter, I will read it. There's just no way I'm not, right? So obviously, if you have 95 people you're sending or 100 people you're sending visit letters to, you're not going to FedEx 100 letters. But out of your 100 prospects, if you uh, pick two or three out who you really want to meet with, send a FedEx to those two or three people. They will read that FedEx. They will uh, take uh, the, the opportunity. They will take time to read it. You're going to increase your chances of getting a visit. So you can also send a case statement. I've sent case statements in the past, or my prospectus, my case statement, whatever, uh, with a red pen and ask the donor to mark it up. All of a sudden, they're getting engaged. Now they can't wait to meet with me and tell me all the things that are missing from my case statement or how I could have said something better at this particular point. So invite donors to mark up your prospectus or your case statement, give you feedback, send them a red pen to do so. Send them a couple of bags of tea say have and some cookies. Say, have some tea and cookies. Here's my case statement. Um, do that. Another uh, thing I've done in the past, back in the day before everyone had smartphones, I used to send iPods. Now, obviously, I wasn't sending iPods to all my donors, but I, these iPod shuffles, they were at the time 60 bucks. It was before everyone had smartphones, and I'd record a little pitch. And then a couple of uh, songs and inspirational little uh, talks and lectures, different things that I, I have listened to over the years, and I'd give it to a donor. And I got lots of meetings by sending these iPods. And again, I was, it was a $60 gift that was sent to a donor, $60. Uh, but I only did it a few times, and I probably got three out of four meetings when I would do that. So. Look for creative ways. Create your own list of creative things you can do to break through the noise. You're not going to do this. I'm not expecting you to do this with all the 100 donors that you would, you would potentially take meetings with. I'm asking you to do these creative things with the two or three or four or five donors who you really want to meet with, who you're trying to figure out a way to break through.
All right. So the important thing is to be creative, to really go for it. And I am constantly, I, I, I like to do things to, to plan my way to success, to just guarantee my way to success. So I have this point system, you know, that I, I'm always talking about where if you score 100 points, you will be successful. Like there's just no way around it. Or planning your way to success where you're, you, you know who your top five most important donors are and you pencil in at the beginning of the year 10 trips to meet twice with your five most important donors. It's the thing you can do to guarantee your success. I keep a stack of note cards on my desk. And every day when I come back from lunch, that's how I get back into my workflow after lunch is just by sending five handwritten note cards immediately after lunch. And so think about the cumulative effect of all these note cards over the course of a year. Another thing I do is every month, okay, so here we go. Here's, here's how this ties into business. Every month, what's one creative thing I did to try to get a meeting, right? So of course I sent lots of visit letters. Of course I made lots of visit calls, but what did I do? I wanna be able, when I get to the 30th, the 31st of every month, I want to ask myself this question and come up with a really good answer. What was the one really creative off-the-wall thing I did this month to try to get a meeting? And if I don't have a good answer to that question, you know what I do? I do something at that moment, crazy, off-the-wall, different, creative, something that is going to surprise or, or shock the donor when they get it. What's one off-the-wall thing I can do to get a meeting? So ask yourself that question at the end of every month. On the 30th, last business day of the month, ask yourself what was the crazy off-the-wall thing you did to try to get a meeting with a donor. And if you haven't done anything, to do something crazy and off-the-wall to get a meeting with a donor. If you get in the living room, good things will happen. I always say, uh, go out there and get in the way of success. Success is like a river. It's like a current that's flowing. If you just step out of your office, if you just get out of your office, you can't help but get hit by it. So I want you to be creative in how you get meetings. All right, hope this has been helpful to you today. If uh, you have anything else you'd like me to address, post a comment. Or shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. You can also just send me a private message here on the Major Gifts Fundraiser Facebook page. All right, hope you're having a great day, and talk to you soon.